Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of JHR Backstage, our wonderful new companion podcast to the main show. This is our second episode. Sure is. Yeah, our first one is actually up on Spotify now. I finally I got that situated. I'm having a hard time with Apple Podcasts, so that'll come eventually. But mm-hmm. uh, for right now, it is just up on Spotify. Um, when I tried to put it on Apple Podcasts, uh, it was like, oh, activate your Apple ID. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. So I did that. And then I refreshed the page, relogged in. And it's like, oh, activate your Apple ID. And it's like, I already did that. <laughs> so I clicked there a little learn more. And then it like brought me to this page of how to activate it. And like, uh-huh. I did all that. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so what now? So I refreshed it, relogged <laughs> in. And it's like, oh, activate your Apple ID. And I was like, but no, I already did that. So like, <laughs> I looked it up. And apparently that's like an ongoing issue with Apple Podcasts that like it's not mm-hmm. recognizing Apple IDs correctly. So. If I've noticed anything about owning an iPhone, um, it's that Apple has weird login issues. Um, that happens all the time because I've had an iPhone since I was like a kid, and there was always like, "Oh, log in." I was like, "Okay," and it's like, "Oh, log in." I'm yeah. Like, oh, oh, okay. And yeah. It's like, "Oh, log in," and I'm like, "Jesus." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no that that happens quite a bit with Apple. So hopefully we can get that up yeah. and running soon. So Apple Podcasts, yeah, Apple Podcasts is coming. But for the time being... You got it on Spotify that fast? Yeah, it was like literally like I, I, I bought my RSS host, uh-huh. like the person that like the, the service that uses, like hosts my podcast. Who hosts uh, us? Uh, RSS.com because it was like one of the cheapest options that had the best reviews. Fair so, enough. <laughs> yeah, uh, I did quick research and like it's like 13 bucks a month or something like that, which isn't terrible. They were like around the average of everybody else and they mm-hmm. had one of the better reviews. So RSS.com it is. Sweet. And all I had to do was just go through them and hit, okay, here's my RSS feed, Spotify. And yes, this is my email. And then they're like, okay, great. And it was up. Wow. Like, it, which is wild because, like, DistroKid tells you it takes a month to put music up live. So, yeah. like, yeah, which it must just be different to handle music than it is podcasts, especially if you already have, like, a host for your podcast, like, mm-hmm. a, a feed host, if you will. Gets channeled through faster. But, yeah, this this place is to listen to us now, and it will be uploaded on YouTube as well. Uh, at the time of this recording, it's coming out this coming Friday. Uh, and this will be the following week. But uh, for the today's podcast, I wanted the focus to maybe be on like how this show was created, mm-hmm. um, humble beginnings, and and where we are now and where we expect to be. Because uh, mm-hmm. I feel like the show is probably at its best point right now. We have got all of the projects like either in motion or already released that I I wanted for this show even back when I started it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was really funny to think, and and I was I was talking to our actually a graphics person <laughs> about this, as you know, cause we were, you were in the room. Um, but like I started this show in 2013. Yeah. Which is wild to think about. Like is... I was 13 years old in seventh grade. Yeah. That's like, eight years ago mm-hmm. at this point. Jesus. I mean, there was a four year gap uh-huh. between like seasons because I, I took high school off cause I just straight up didn't want to deal with a show and high school at the same time. Yeah. That's fair. Um, so, like, I took high school off, but then as soon as I graduated, as you know, because you just joined in for a director at that point. I sure did. We got right <laughs> back into work. Um, Absolutely. But, like, it's really funny to think about, like, and I think I talked about this on an episode that I think right now is considered lost media. I have a copy of it on DVD, but I just there's no digital file of it because of a failed hard drive. So, like, it's not on YouTube or anything like that. And I'm not tech savvy enough to burn the DVD onto a digital file. I was actually going to ask somebody here <laughs> about that. Oh but like, yeah. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. There's know ways to do it around. Yeah, I know. Oh, I definitely know the other way around. Yeah. I've done that my whole life. But yeah. like, 
I think I mentioned this in that episode that you can't technically watch, so I'll I'll say it again. <laughs> um, I was a Voyager here, which for those not in the know, uh, the Video Voyagers program is like a middle school program where like kids can learn the basics of camera and filmmaking and television production and stuff, which is where I actually got my start for like all of this that we're currently in the middle of. But I remember one of the mentors mentioning on the tour of the studio that like they have volunteer shows and like you could pitch a show to them and like run a run and run one and stuff like that. And I, the second I heard that I was like, I want to do that. Yeah. I was like, that's like, I want to do that. That's so much fun, which it's funny to think that I was 12. Yeah. (laughs) Like, and I was like, I want to do that. Yeah. Um, so I went home, I wrote like, three episodes because I was thinking like, Oh, they might be impressed by the idea that I actually know what I'm doing. If I wrote three episodes of the show, yeah. <laughs> like, um, so I wrote three episodes and then drew a logo on a piece of paper with crayon <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> and like, I still probably have that somewhere if I, if I found it. And, mm-hmm. and for those of you watching on the channel or on YouTube, I might put one up over the, I might put it up over the still image if I can manage to find that sheet. It's somewhere. I know it is. It's just a matter of where. Right. Um, and for those of you listening on Spotify, you can just imagine it in your mind. <laughs> imagine if you will. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, cause, um, I remember I was a part of, I was a part of the same Voyager program. Mm-hmm. Um, I joined a little, uh, like a year and a half later. Um, and you did. Um, and, uh, I had the same thing where like I didn't get my beginnings from here because um, I did my own personal stuff. Um, but then this place like helped, uh, you know, configure me to a lot of like what's official and like mm. kind of more um, what the industry's like. Yeah. And it's just interesting to think of because I had the same exact thought process where I was like, oh yeah, you can have a show. Yeah. I was like, I can have a show. I can have a show. <laughs> I won't get into too much details, but like me and two other of my friends started <laughs> a show. By golly, did that happen? Um, and then it lasted for like four episodes. And running a show is hard <laughs> if you don't know what you're doing. Um, but yeah, no, it's just it's incredible to think like that seven years ago for mm-hmm. me at least. Um, six or seven years ago. Um, and now I'm like here and I'm yeah. like directing your show. <laughs> and like a lot of people, I like, I tell people this and this is interesting because this is something I, I've been, I want to talk about too is um, we're so used to this mm-hmm. that when we tell people, Oh yeah, I had a show on TV once. They're like, yeah, what? when I was 13, yeah. nonetheless, like that's the, usually the part that gets people the most is when I yeah. was like, Oh, in seventh grade, I started a music talk show. Host. Yeah. Uh, it's like when I was in high school, I had my own TV show, and they're yeah. like, w- w- "Excuse me." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah," and it aired on TV, and it was yeah. And they were like, "How?" Did-? And I'm like, "What's the big deal? I don't see what the problem is." Well, that's the thing is that we are so used to this industry, and we're so used to like doing stuff like this that it doesn't phase us anymore. We're like, yeah, I have like six albums. Yeah, and they're like, "What?" I'm like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. whatever. But it's just it's just interesting. It's it's just it's so wild to me because like we. It's that Bane quote. Mm-hmm. It's like <laughs> you you love the television show, but I was raised. <laughs> like, yeah. um, wow! It, it's just one of those like the. It was always so wild to me once I got to high school because it was it was, it was all these people being like, "Oh, you you did all these things." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah." Like, yeah, I I I directed a bunch of shows and and 
do other things. Like I don't, I don't even mean to sound like I don't even know what the pretentious about yeah, it. Maybe it, we're not trying it, to be it's pretentious. Like the, it's, it's just I've never even seen it as something special. Very, very much, especially during high school. I like, think the word more suited for the situation is like jaded. Mm. Kind of thing. Where, yeah, like, we're so used jaded to is probably it. better because like I was starstruck when I first recorded oh, yeah. episodes and was like, "Yeah, watch my TV show." Yeah, like, <laughs> like we were like, "Oh, this is cool. Watch, I did this, I did yeah. this, and I did this." And now it's like we're we're so many years later, and we're like, "I did that, I did that," was, and then a couple of years later, I did that too. Yeah, <laughs> and everyone's like, oh. "I'm like, yeah," but you get yeah. the point. But like yeah. that's that's the thing. It's just it's it's crazy to be in this industry at such a young age. And then that, like, that's your life. You're mm. just so used to it, and people are like, "I can't believe you did that." And I yeah, was like, it's been. Where, I've been. I've been in doing this kind of stuff for nearly ten years now. Yeah, because I started in the summer of 2012. Mm-hmm. So next year will be ten years of me doing this kind of stuff. I was 11 years old. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when I started here at BCAT as part of their Video Voyages program, and decided I like fully wanted to do television production moving forward. Yeah, I uh, and my video production journey started when i was like 11 or 12 or something mm. but on personal yeah. videos um but i yeah. had like stop motion lego videos and stuff like that on this old tape camera we had all the way yeah. back to when i was like six or seven but like the first real things i produced came around the time that i got here like yeah. I, I consider that my start into it because before that i was just like hitting record on a tape camera and calling it a day like yeah pretty much my first <laughs> there was no thought process behind anything <laughs> i did like i don't even know where my first uploaded video is because it's not on a, a place that i have regular access to anymore yeah it was on that channel you guys used to call the derp squad right no Which i think it's it taken wasn't. down no no, yeah. no it wasn't that um my first video was on a youtube channel my dad used okay. to have yeah um and it was a playthrough of a game. Um, <laughs> you were let's playing. I even was all the way back then. Right? <laughs> I was let's. I was born to let's play. But uh, no, it's just the idea of that's a depressing sentence. Um, <laughs> but um, no, it was. I, I don't know when that video came out. I want to say it was like a year before I made my own channel. But like, that's just the whole thing where people, you know, wonder like how we accomplish these things, how we've gotten so far, why we're able to do all this stuff and we're only like 20 yeah and people are like how do you know how to do all this and i was like it's, we started that was my early. life yeah 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 and it's like that's it's a fact of life of like if you want to get good at something you have to constantly practice do it like not every day you don't have to do the thing every single day mm-hmm. but you have to practice hone the skill and we just have been doing this for a very long time yeah. and so we just like we started very early so now we have a good concept of it when to- we're to think of where James's House of Rock started to where it is now is just completely insane to me. Because mm-hmm. if you go back, and, and these are on YouTube, these are public. If yep. you go back to like the first episode <laughs> with tiny little 13-year-old me, the format of the show is just so different. Is it? Like, I just spouted like fact after fact at you for like 15 minutes without pausing like right. ever. Like, I, I would talk so fast back then because I was a little nervous at least to begin with. Then when we moved into season two, it got a little bit better because we started having a little bit more guests and the show started to be formed a little bit better. Yep. But even then it was still pretty loose. And like the biggest thing that I did back then that like I don't really do anymore is that episodes would come out like one every like three or four months. Wow. (laughs) Because I was just all over the place. Right. Uh, I had no sense of 
responsibility or consistency. One of those words. Obviously, I was like 14. But like, well, sure, yeah. Um, Drive. Yeah. Episodes very rarely came out back then, which is why, like, it's weird to me nowadays that, like, season three and season four are weekly. <laughs> and yeah. they have been weekly pretty consistently. Yeah. Uh, um, and even just, like, it, when, it, when it came time to start the show, because when I ended the show originally, which would have been around 2015 when mm-hmm. I went into high school, I promised myself that when I graduated, I would bring the show back. Because yeah. I didn't ever want to leave the show. I just knew high school wasn't was going to be a, a time yeah. to be handling that. So, like, I never wanted to leave the show behind. I just knew I really couldn't handle both. Right. So, I promised myself that when I graduated, I would put the show back on air. And when it finally came time to do that, I was like, oh... Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now I've graduated. Like, that was a fast four years. So yeah. I knew starting out that I was like, I want to do something different this time. Like, right. I want to make it an actual show right. now. I don't want to just be spouting facts like a YouTuber for 15 minutes. Like, yeah. uh, which is where I came up with the idea of, like, I was like, okay, how can I evolve James's House of Rock to its next level? And, like, the segment idea was the first thing that came up to me. So, I like, I took essentially – what I did was I broke down all of the core elements of James' House of Rock. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, so what can I do with these? Like, right. what what different can I do with these? So, I, the first thought that I had was splitting them up into different segments, which is actually what ended up happening. Like, interview was one segment, then the album review corner, then the artist spotlight, which uh, – and then – the last thing I thought of, I was like, wouldn't it be really fun if we were doing a game? (laughs) I was like, wouldn't a music themed game just be super fun to play with guests and like, we can be competitive and, and stuff like that. And that's just something that immediately stuck. I was like, yep, game. I was like, game needs to happen. So, and that's what's the spurred the disc spinning. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was spin the C spin the CD, which was hilarious. Cause so many guests were like, what, what do you want me to do with this? And yeah. I was like, that's the it. challenge. I was yeah. like, yeah, what do you want to do with this? <laughs> like, how do you want to approach this? Cause right now the leader has like three and a half seconds. So yeah. you need to beat that. So, uh, one <laughs> of the things that I, I wish got to happen was the, was the rematch, the rematch episode. So like I had told, and I think I even mentioned it. You can go back in the last episode, which would have been here the MC in the CD spinning. I mentioned that I wanted to have everyone back from season three mm-hmm. to do like a rematch. However many people I could get, and that, ju- and then just quarantine got immediately in the way. Yeah, uh, it was supposed to happen right before season four, but then season four got moved forward because I had another guest lined up. So I was going to be like, okay, that'll be the next thing. Right. And yeah. Then here. Yeah. We here are. we are. <laughs> so um, I would still like to do that. Maybe I'll. Maybe at the end of this season, I'll have like a game extravaganza episode where we do rematches of both games. Right. Spin the CD and guess the album cover with some of the guests from season three and four. If I can still talk, if I can still reach any of these people. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, when I brought it back, I was like, okay, this needs to be a different thing. Like I, I want something actual this time. And I feel like I accomplished that pretty good. I asked you to come on as director. You would have seen some of it. Yeah. What did you think about the evolution? Cause I don't know how much of the like original show run you remember. You were around for it. Just maybe not as much. The you're talking about season one and two. Yeah. Season one and two. Um, I don't think I've seen much of season one or two. Um, that's probably for the best. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's okay. We're all embarrassed by our old work. Um, but no, it's one of those like I, I saw a little bit of it because I think you showed me like a clip from one of the earlier seasons. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if it was season one or two. But from what I remember, um, the show has definitely come a long way. Um, it 
I can see the the jump in quality, <laughs> quality, yeah, uh, from season from one of those seasons to season three, and I feel like that age and time and knowledge and experience played a a very hefty hand in that, obviously. Um, and but no, I think that what you have is a solid format. Um, it's a good, you know. You have a, you have a good layout yeah. for the show, and I think that you you progressed very well with where you were to where mm-hmm. you are. Um, I don't mean to toot my own horn, <laughs> um, but uh, it happened to get better when I started directing. Well, <laughs> so like, there is some truth to that statement, though. Even though you're you're mostly joking, yeah. Like in that, I had directors, of course, uh, throughout the other two seasons, but like you're the first time in the show's run that I had a consistent director mm-hmm. every single episode yep. and more particularly, not only did I have a consistent epi- uh, director with every episode, I had a consistent director who actually, you know, worked here and knew <laughs> stuff. It's true. Yeah. Cause like I had that a few times in the past when like friends or even uh, my ex-girlfriend directed a few of the earlier episodes, like, and like I, I had people that knew the board, but like, yeah, this is, this is the first time where it's the same person every time that knows what the show is supposed to look like now yeah. knows how the show is going to be run. So like there's a lot of inconsistencies in the earlier seasons because there's different directors and different styles because like I remember and like I don't want to throw anyone under the bus here because I'm not going to say any actual names. Right. But uh, season two, especially uh, the newest thing here in the studio was the whole virtual console th- uh, virtual set thing that we had just Right, like that we adjusted, and I pushed back on that hard. I did not want to do a virtual set, but I was essentially forced into it. I was gonna say (laughs) because it was the the new shiny thing, and they they wanted most of their shows to start using it. So I was like, uh, "You still don't use it?" Okay, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, They even when I came back to film season three again, the person who will not be named was like, "Do you want to use the virtual sets?" And I was like, "No." I was like, I want practical sets. It's so much nicer. It's so much cleaner. It looks like, cleaner. It yeah, does. It, I think like I, I understand that it. the virtual sets are cool, and like I like the gimmick. But it, season two looks so awkward because it's just, it's hard to bounce anything off of anything when there's nothing in the room with you. Yeah. Like I was like literally just sitting in front of a green screen on a stool. The problem you're running with virtual sets is that you need to have like the whole room needs yep. to be. A boxed-in green screen. Yeah, which is actually they have now. We have that now. Originally, I was, for season three, right. that was where we were going to move, but I decided not to with the face of the practical sets. Right. I But I honestly think that the practical set fits it better. I agree. Um, yeah. But that's the thing, is that unless the entire room is a green screen, it does not going to really work. It's going to look weird. Mm. It's going to look very off, because it's like the way that you can only have like certain angles, yeah. and like everything's going to look a little strange. So, especially with um, the options that we had available at the time mm-hmm. is that it just wouldn't have fit. Yeah. So I think the choice to go practical um, was definitely a good idea. I agree. Um, so I'm glad that we stuck with that. Which is why when when season three was starting, I was like, okay, I'm not going to make the same mistake season two had. I'm yeah. not going to get like, not forced into it, but I'm not going to get like highly suggested into it. No, yeah. I'm going to... I'm going to actually do practical again. Cause Stick it, to your guns. Yeah, it, it fits the show's format a whole lot better. And I feel like season four, finally, in my eyes, like this, this the last episode and the one we taped tonight is like the... It's finally the time where I feel like this is like the definitive edition yeah. of James and Seth's Rock. I you feel figured like it out. all of the stuff is decided now. Yeah. I, the format's clean. Like, it's done. I think, And the, I think the last step on that was the new 
animated, for lack of a better word, right. artist spotlight and album review corner. Like, I feel like those work so much better for the show than the, the doing it in like person. doing it in person with just a different camera angle did yeah. last season. Like, because those were fine, they were whatever. Like, it didn't hurt anything. But right. like now, seeing the show be more of a variety with like different views and looks and colors and stuff like that yeah. and being like more of the same yeah it's just so much better like i agree um i've yet to see these animated yeah quote-unquote uh, animated bits but in my mind yeah the way i think about the flow of the show it works yeah so like because it's a matter it's of different eye candy that's exactly the, that's the difference yeah. yeah it's different things to look at it keeps your audience engaged which is something that I always try to keep it in mind when I'm directing. Too. Mm-hmm. When I'm switching camera angles, I'm like, okay, so timing and also like change it up, yeah. not too frequently, but semi frequently, so that people don't just stare at one thing mm-hmm. for a long period of time. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it in an age where like everyone's attention span is and is <laughs> a toothpick. Um, you kind of need that. You, yeah. you just you you need to have things constantly grabbing people's attention. Where it's like, hey, 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 and it's, <laughs> it's but it's it works. And it's like yeah. I think that having a variety of visuals makes it better. The other big thing with that too, and 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 I I even thought of this coming into season three when I was like when I graduated high school and was coming back to the show. I was like, and no offense to any of my network companions because I love all of you and I've actually worked with almost all of you. Uh, I didn't want my show to look like it was cable access. <laughs> that, I know what you that mean. was the other thing, and I feel like the finally these animated segments do Will help fix that. that yeah. yeah, it do it does fix that because even season three definitely yeah had yeah. that look. And like again, no offense to any of my network companions, I love all of you. Your shows are great. Like I I, I do love the shows that we are here on the channel. Yeah, um, definitely, absolutely. But like they all do start to look the same, and and there's like there's no way really around that because. You know, the studio only has so much. a limited amount of set pieces or exactly. cameras or, like, ways of doing things. Like, yeah, you can vary it, and, like, I've tried to. But I feel like having those different segments that I edit myself outside of this sets that next bar apart. And I finally get that thing that I wanted <laughs> when I started season three. I was like, this is not going to be a cable access show by look. Right. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's just a... Um... This is also just a funny little tidbit, but I want to throw it out there anyway, is um, the uh, this show is actually on my resume. Is it? It is. Yeah. Um, I was, it's just, I remember, I, I remember I was, I had to, for one of my college courses, they mm-hmm. wanted us to make a resume. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, how much have I done? <laughs> like, what the heck how am much, I going to put question, on this question, thing? Question, what's the page limit? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, you want, you want my life story? How long you got? Like. Yeah. So, and I've done so many different things, but I remember I, I honed in on what I deemed to be the most, you know, finished and the mm-hmm. most like, you know, high risk production value and like what I deemed to be some of my best work, yeah. what I put like my best foot forward. And I was like, James House Rock season three <laughs> is definitely one that I want to put on there because um, well, it shows that I can direct. You can add season four and the podcast yep to that as well yeah um but yeah no it was just a funny little thing where i was just like (laughs) hey i directed a tv show you you did so (laughs) and actually you are an integral part of this show in terms of getting it ready because honestly as of like season three i've become more talent (laughs) 
yep. than I am anything else. Mm-hmm. Like I seasons one and two, I did do pretty much all of the setup and everything with like help from the staff here sure, at the channel. Yeah. But like I did a lot of the setup myself. Yep. And then you know, whereas also the host, but now it's yeah. more like, okay, well sit down in the chair. <laughs> yeah. We'll get most of the things done, but exactly. you need to be there so we can focus the camera on you. So like it, it's, it's a weird separation of more talent than production crew. Yeah. Um, and you've definitely been a big part of that. That kind of only started again when I had a consistent director that was competent in what they were doing, which is no yeah. offense to any of my previous directors, <laughs> but like, which was mostly my dad actually in the early, early seasons. <laughs> my dad used to direct the show cause, um, you know, he was always around Saturday mornings, and I really appreciate that. He got to learn the board really well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, he, he did a really good job. And then I had my ex-girlfriend for a little bit. And then yeah. uh, I know a couple of the BCAT staff have directed it here and there. Yep. Uh, various friends that were just randomly available on a Saturday morning yep. when <laughs> I used to tape this. This was before any of us had jobs, but yeah, remember. So, too, like, we yeah. could film on a Saturday morning. Like, yeah. And then I, we... Uh... I remember we started hanging a lot more often. You're mm-hmm. like, hold on. Hey, wait. I have somebody yeah. who does nothing <laughs> and is always available at a moment's notice. You want to direct my show? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what happens when, you know, two creative minds who one of them is, you know, constantly busy and needs somebody who does nothing has somebody hey. who fits that bill. Yeah. Because I... I most of my time is spent either working on my own stuff or just sitting around. I had a job. Yeah. Now I don't. Yeah. So here we go. <laughs> well, here you are on a on a Tuesday night. Yeah. Uh, we've been in. Wow, this, it is night now. Yeah, we've been in the studio now, both filming the episode and now here in the about podcast two and a half for hours. maybe about two and a half three hours. Yeah. yeah. Um, which you know that's that's standard. how this works. Yeah, yeah. this is standard. Yeah, Pretty standard. Um, it's really funny because the idea for the podcast actually came up in season three. Yeah. Yeah, and and I was originally going to record it during season three, but I didn't have the equipment at home, mm-hmm. and this studio didn't exist yet. Right. Like, now it does. I, now it's funny, because this studio exists, and I have the equipment at home now. <laughs> so, like... I, I was going to say, we, we started pulling together, because I just got, like, a really, really nice mic recently, mm-hmm. and I was going to start my own personal podcast at one point, and then it... Just, yeah. That one got shoved under the rug, but... um. Like, that's the thing where it's just like, oh, now I have all this equipment, but... But they have this they really have nice, it. fancy studio that we're sitting in right now. Exactly. To record this in instead. So I was like, let's... Yeah. How about we do use theirs? Yeah. <laughs> and with the nice convenience of being able to finish the episode and then immediately walk into the next door over. Yeah. And grab a mic and just leave and, it. Yeah. 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 Um, nice meta commentary yeah absolutely well i mean that's kind of the whole point of this well yeah it's a podcast yeah let's talk about whatever yeah we'll talk about like the we're talking about mostly the production of the show and all that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff which i would love to do when i actually have like the basis of it started Mm -hmm. i was going to do it towards the end of this season a like a making of side series podcast or like like video 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 like maybe a mix yeah. Um, mostly video though, because I'd also like show how the podcast is made and stuff. Too. Well, yeah, so, that makes yeah. sense. Um, so like I'd show how I write the episodes, how I get my guests, how like we set up and record and, and like the set dressings and then here in the podcast studio doing this and then editing and stuff. You can see how all over the place the production of this show typically is <laughs> updating the website, updating our social media, that kind of stuff. Like focus distractions. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's how I describe podcasts is they're focused distractions. <laughs> it's just you you have a topic and you're like this is our 
this is where we're starting. Yep. And then it never goes there. No. <laughs> I mean, we were kind of we kind of followed that line, but we did definitely deviate quite a bit. We dance on that edge a lot. Yeah. But it's fine because people prefer all over the place. All over the place yeah. funny confident talk other than <laughs> robotic yeah. talking about Which is actually why it was funny cuz I uh, last night when I was getting everything prepped for this today's shoot, mm-hmm. I I was like, "Oh, maybe I should write up some talking points." Yep. For the podcast, like I had mentioned last episode that I was going to maybe do. And then I was like, you know what? No. no. I was like, that'll make it too, sound too formulaic like the show is. I want yeah. the podcast to be a little bit more casual. Uh, so, like, I, I want to come up maybe with a topic of discussion for each. Yeah. no, And yeah. then just call it from there. I don't yeah. think I really need any talking points other than I will eventually when things actually start happening again, which right now we're still a couple months off from it, um, talking about the albums and concerts that are coming up yep. like – this podcast was originally intended to do yeah. well because i quickly realized that we record we started recording this podcast too early because it's still that point in the pandemic where like we're still about a half a year away from a lot of events happening like there yeah. are definitely stuff happening in september and october and, and and stuff like that but a lot of the shows that even i'm attending are starting next year where we won't even be recording this podcast so yeah um, the earliest concert that i have is in october yeah uh the Con- next concert I have I mentioned last podcast is January yeah yeah so, um, well then let's hope that the one that I attend is interesting enough for a podcast yeah episode. well yeah I, I do intend to, to continue this through the fall and through the winter um, even if we don't continue the main series I do expect the podcast to stay active yeah uh, depending on you know time budgets and stuff like that because we are both college students this um, is true and like I've got a whole bunch of other filming projects on the docket for fall and winter uh mm. that we'll see if this podcast is able to keep going but um i'd like it to I'd certainly like it to yeah but like too. that's a little bit of a refresher as to where james sussrock came from because i was like talking about it because it's it's wild to me how much of like an excited kid i was about it even yeah. though like now like you said jaded's the right word where i was like oh it's my show yeah <laughs> exactly um so yeah, if you guys want to learn anything more about the stuff from the main episode or here in the podcast, not like we mentioned much of information, but mm. um, it'll all be on the more information tab on the James House of Rock website, jameshouseofrock.weebly.com. If you have any other questions or any comments or any suggestions, we'd love to hear them. DM us on Instagram at James House of Rock or um, email us if that's still a thing you do at jameshouseofrock at gmail.com. Um, in the, email. Email, the email's there. I don't know. I don't know if anybody's going to use it, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> do you check it? I do. Oh, of course I do. Okay, yeah, because a lot of the like the hosting platforms and stuff that make this show run send me constant update emails and stuff like that. So yeah, that's fair. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. We're actually a little over time, which is okay. Um, and we will see you guys all in the next podcast. Take a look at the main episode as well as the previous episode of this podcast and of the show. And we'll see you all next time. Thank you. Catch you later.